Thornton and I am one of your hosts and I'm joined by Mr. Steve Palpatine himself. Steve Woods! What up man? Can I tell you I, that never gets old to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Over man. two almost three years and still. <laughs> still. Oh the whole intro. I thought you were just yeah. talking about Steve yeah. Palpatine. No. Which is a newer intro. thing. It's yeah. a newer development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, guys, welcome back for another episode of the Nerd Smash Talkcast. And if you didn't already know, our mission on the Nerd Smash Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever, we will cover it. Because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think that it is. Yeah, man. And so much to talk about. We actually... uh, Ran into some scheduling conflicts last week, so we didn't have an episode last week. We apologize for that. In but, illness. Oh, and and yeah, sick, uh, sick Steve over here. The um, illness had to recover <laughs> from the illness. What was, what was it? The pox? You caught the pox? The the mump. The mump. <laughs> the singular mump. <laughs> my mumps. My mumps. My mumps. My mumps. These baby mumps. <laughs> anyway, we're glad that you are back on ah, thank the you. men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright guys, so, on today's episode, we have a few subjects that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the announcement that uh, Patty Jenkins and Kevin Feige's Star Wars projects are apparently being scrapped. Uh, we got some casting news. Uh, looks like Steven Yoon, um, who many of you may know from like The Walking Dead, um... He has done some voice work on like Invincible and mm-hmm. uh, Avatar: Legend of Korra. Um, he's been cast in Thunderbolts, um, so we're going to talk who? about that. As who? All right. we know is it is significant. Yeah, so we can speculate. But uh, we also are going to talk about uh, there was an announcement for a new Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Budokai game. And hmm. that may not seem significant, but let me tell you, to a certain I community... I trust you're going to tell me why it is. I, it is. It definitely okay. is. It definitely is. I yeah. think it missed me, so I'm, I'm anxious to hear. You haven't even watched Dragon Ball, so... What, I, I didn't even know it was a show. I, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I don't either. Most of the time, I know I, I don't think I'm do ever going to do it. It's not going to yeah. happen for me. Yeah. It ever. It's just not. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and we are also going to talk about the latest drop of that new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant mm. Mayhem trailer. Mm. So, so much to get into. But before we do all of that, we need to talk about Super Producer Boyd, Steve. Yeah, man. He put in some work. He did. He put in some work for us. 
So, uh, you guys may have uh, known when we were talking about some of our most anticipated movies coming out uh, this year in one of our previous episodes, Super Producer Boyd was very much into a little movie that came out a couple weeks ago called Cocaine Bear. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe he was there day one, seat one, uh, front and center, (laughs) to watch Cocaine Bear. And uh, what he did is he recorded a quick little review for us. So we are going to go ahead and wrap up our little intro segment here. And we are going to kick it off to Super Producer Boyd for his uh, wonderful review of Cocaine Bear. So with that, Super Producer Boyd, please take it away. All right, check this out. This movie starts off with a title sequence set to Jefferson Airplane's Jane. I believe it's Jefferson Airplane. I don't feel like checking. And we have Andrew C. Thornton II, played by Matthew Reese, who is dumping pounds of cocaine out of a plane before he plans to jump out himself. Spoiler alert for the actual true events this movie is based on. He dies. Flat out. All the cocaine lands in a local park and gets consumed by said bear. This starts off the cocaine bear movie. Now, you have your two foreign hikers played by Hannah Hokestra and Christopher Hivja, also known as Tormon Giants Bane from Game of Thrones. They come up against the cocaine bear and let's just say one of them loses. Not going to spoil that for you. But then we splinter off and we see Carrie Wessel as the 80s mom talking to her daughter Dee Dee, played by Brooklyn Pierce. There's a whole 80s confrontation. I'm going to do this. You said you weren't going to do that. Meow, 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 meow. And then Carrie Wessel goes to work. Brooklyn Pierce decides to hang out with her friend Henry, who is played by Christian Convery. And they go into the forest to go paint a waterfall it's not a spoiler kids 80s run away from home skip school that thing we cut to O'Shea Jackson Jr. who is one of two black guys in this movie who meets up with Ray Liotta dressed like the grabber from Black Phone and he tells him look things went down with the Colombians you need to go get that cocaine back go grab my son Go get it. So we cut to a scene where O'Shea Jackson Jr. meets up with the titular son, who is played by Alden Ehrenrich. And he said that his girlfriend slash wife died, and he also got a bad tattoo that says John instead of Joan. And he has to wait 10 days for getting it fixed means nothing in the movie. That's just what happens. So he says, Hey, we need to go get this stuff. You need to go get your son from your dad. Blah, 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 blah. Then they're off. Next, we come up to the second black guy of the movie played by Isaiah Woodlock, who is the cop over the local case. But he gets a tip that Ray Liotta's character is looking for the stuff down in Tennessee. Now, He is not in Tennessee. He does not have jurisdiction in Tennessee, but he's going to go get that Coke. 
his side plot, he has a little fuzzy dog, has nothing to do with it, and eh, the dog plays some parts in the movie, nothing big. Then we get to our final set of characters. We've got the park ranger, played by Margot Martindale. She's hilarious. She's trying to get laid by uh, your boy from Modern Family, who plays a pretty much hippie with a giant mustache. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, that's his name. I almost spaced on it. He's a little chunkier than he was in Modern Family, but she's still trying to get in them underdraws. And finally, we get our Streets of Rage villains, these kids who are pretty much just like stealing candy, stealing money, and apparently stabbing people in the forest, which is very weird. Now, this brief introduction I did of all the characters is all you're going to get. The rest of the time, they're either coming up with odds against the cocaine bear or with, a, with the rest of nature. I say the rest of nature because a lot of stuff happens to a lot of these people that has nothing to do with the bear, and it is hilarious. It reminds me a little bit of Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but, you know, that's me. That's what I found funny. Now, I could go over some of the stuff that happens in this movie, but it's better if you see it without spoilers because there are some jokes that will hit without spoilers that I don't think the audience got because they, were, they weren't really paying attention. They were just waiting on the cocaine bear to show up. When the bear shows up, it's magical. When the bear's not there, you're just waiting for the bear. For me, I'm looking at all the little in-jokes, all the little snide comments, looking to see who's the straight character, who's supposed to be goofy. It's a send-up on 80s movies, and it does it really well to the point where I give this like a high Liam Hemsworth or an O'Shea Jackson Jr. If you watch the movie, you'll understand that. It's doing what it said it's going to do, and it doesn't do any more than that. Now, if this is to start a cocaine animal universe, I'm fine with that, but if this is all we get... I'm fine with that as well. <laughs> All right. So we are back. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, it's cocaine bear. I, right. <laughs> it's it's just cocaine bear. So uh, I hope that this is a uh, new. A genre? Yeah, a new genre. Like we had the uh, Sharknado. Oh, so and we maybe it'll be you know. Wait, wait, hold on, different... hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to know right now, you're wading into the waters of traveling into being cocaine fueled studio exec because <laughs> this is what they do. It this already is what they do. It already made too much money, right, right. Not to continue. Cocaine fueled studio exec. Uh, okay, I need a new <laughs> animal and a weather event. <laughs> Uh, cocaine bear made money all right i need a drug and a creature <laughs> yeah <laughs> now uh, will they will they continue with the cocaine or is no. it going to no you're gonna get meth gator uh-huh you're gonna get um, weed wolf we <laughs> <laughs> you would think he'd be aggressive but he just wants some doritos <laughs> This alpha predator, yeah, just chilling. It's like a stoner yep. film. Yep, yep, yep. Yo, why is this uh, wolf here, bro? Where he just hits up rallies, like <laughs> very low effort howls throughout the movie. <laughs> no, it's hootie hoo. <laughs> 
Will somebody please Why? mock up a poster for Weed Wolf? Yeah. I need that. <laughs> PC uh, Penguin? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not PC <laughs> Like they would just shorten it. Like there would be no... <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Oh. And you just see it tossing around killer whales. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What happened to that penguin? Yo, he got a dose of PCP. <laughs> it's a bunch of needles sticking out his back. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we need to uh, establish the um, drug animal cinematic universe. Yes. <laughs> Weed Wolf. I'm so mad at you for that. <laughs> so upset. <laughs> Think about it. That's a, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. You're, you're, I can't disagree. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Oh my god. All right. Weed Wolf. That's what we're doing today, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. <laughs> I want to keep going down that rabbit hole so much. We got so much. We got so much to talk about. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our first thing, which is uh, we got a new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. This is an animated movie. Looks like it's written by uh, Seth Rogen and uh, was it Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're typically, they typically write things together there, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, let's just be very clear. They chose to go the route of Spider-Verse, which I will maintain continues to revolutionize animation. <laughs> right. And I think that they took it even a little deeper by making it look a, a lot or more like a comic book. It, it feels like an 80s comic book. Yeah. But yeah. it also feels like a, almost like a kid's fever dream almost. Mm-hmm. Um, one, th- one thing I'll say about this trailer, I love, love, love the fact that the turtles are actually depicted, d- depicted as prepubescent teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're kids. They're kids. They look like kids. They look like kids. They act like kids. They sound like kids. They're, they're not the size of grown muscle men. Nope. That we are told are, uh, you know. Teenagers, yeah, but they they look like they're adults. just a little bit taller than the teenager that we can tell right. is April, and right. they're just a little bit taller than her. Yeah, still that same teenage size. I think it's perfect, man. Oh, I, man I know, you know. I okay, so I'm known for hating, right? Yes, absolutely. I watched this trailer, and I was really excited about it. Like yeah. the whole thing, all the way through it. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is cool looking, and it looks fun. Yeah. And so that I mosey on over to the interweb, and people hate it. Really? Hate, dude. I really did not engage with much of the discourse, so I didn't even realize But I that. didn't either. That was the thing, right? Because I'm just looking at it. I don't hate that way. I. At least I'll let something come out and then hate it. Let me try it. I'll hate it then. But that's not the, how your hate works. But anyway, it is. It is like I don't just I don't just hate a man because he's a man in a movie. Is that a shot at me? I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm 
just putting it out there. <laughs> nope. I don't hate nobody just because they're out there getting their okay. money in Hollywood. Okay. I don't hate Let's... nobody because they don't want to be in a Marvel movie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You're like this close to having a section of your audio cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Why no, did Steve go silent is, for five minutes? Like this, this looks good, man. I, and the yeah. cast looks fun too. Oh yeah, it's very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they do with some of these wild mutant designs. It yeah. feels a lot like the uh, there was like a turtles like uh, mutation line where they just released a bunch of these like weird creatures that were like results of the ooze or something like that. Is that right? Is that what that was? Because I couldn't for, forget, figure out how or where some of these characters came from. A lot of these are going to be original. Um, like Superfly by Ice Cube? Maybe. Voice by I mean, Ice Cube? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I don't remember uh, a lot of these. Like, uh, if they did, if any of these did show up, they were to the like original with the comics. But um, I really think that they're just going ham with, like... Yeah. Uh, the ooze, and there's some kind of ooze outbreak that causes a bunch of different like mutant creatures to pop up. Because you could tell from the names that you know we've got Superfly, which I thought was going to be a, a play off of the Fly, like Baxter Stockman. But mm-hmm. we've also got Giancarlo Esposito as, as Baxter, Baxter Stockman. Stockman. Yeah, that's wild to me. Jackie Chan as um, Master Splinter Master with an Splinter? afro. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so much going on. I mean, what Seth Rogen himself is Bebop. Yep. And, um, oh, I forget who's Rock's. John Cena's Rocksteady? John Cena <laughs> is Rocksteady. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, oh. Rose Byrne plays Leatherhead. Now, as I remember Leatherhead, Leatherhead was a, not that she couldn't do this in some way, but yeah. was a, like a, like a Bayou kind of guy. Uh-huh. Like with a Bayou accent, like a Creole accent. So. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing that too. That looks like fun. I feel like we're gonna get another. Uh, what was the Gator Lady from Moon Knight? Aminette. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Your secret yeah. crush. Yeah. No, that mine was the hippo. <laughs> was it the hippo? I the thought hippo. he was into the Gator too. Nah, that was you. I wanted to know creature lady that y'all was talking about. That's y'all. <laughs> the alligator. No, I was at the not. end. No, y'all was talking about oh the the hippo was batting me some eyes and you know got me feeling. <laughs> she had purple fingernails, bro. What you? Mean? I went to a real, I went to a real interesting part of Reddit, my dude. I was like, oh okay, is that you? Uh, That's you. That's. I mean, it was something. He was asking. He was it. asking questions you didn't expect the answers to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have fun with that. Have fun with those images. Right. <laughs> I mean, I do. Gross. Anyway, <laughs> hold up. Hannibal Burris is in this. Yeah. There's a lot of people in it, dude. I Post couldn't even Malone? name them. That's wild. Funny how Post Malone finds himself involved with these Spider Verse related projects. Mm. Mm. Anyway, mm. Uh, I love how the coke the coked out uh, exec was like, "What y'all want to make another uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Why? Who cares? Like, we've just the, the last one went straight to Netflix. Why should we give you another one?" 
And Seth Rogen was like, no, but this one looks like Spider-Verse. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> well, wait a second. All my friends love Spider-Verse. Let's go make one I've of those. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls up phone. Is Spider-Verse beloved? <laughs> Internet says yes. <laughs> Let's make that thing. Let's just completely ape the style of it. I don't care. <laughs> so... It uh, works. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't hate it. I can't yeah. wait to see it. I think it comes out... August. August? Yeah. That's a great time for it, too. Mm-hmm. Get some time yep. to breathe, sit alone, make its money, hopefully. So, more of these. Yes. More 80s projects that uh, come out into theaters as a uh, Spider-Verse animated project. Mm-hmm. Centurions. Um, anyway. Centurions. What else? He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. That already is on Netflix by Kevin Smith, right? It's about Revelation. Yeah, but that's traditional animation. We want the yeah. Spider-Verse animation. Yeah. What else? Uh, you said He-Man. Uh-huh. Silverhawks. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's the one right there. <laughs> No, I feel like you know what? No, what was what was the um, what was that show? Cops, <laughs> dude, fighting crime in the future time, fighting crime in the future time, time, time. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Oh, Arthur and the Knights of Justice from Man, the table. So round. Do you remember Tiger Sharks? No. Yeah. Hmm. It was like Silverhawks, but in water. Okay. Yeah. Stop with that concept. Why do they keep doing that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like Thundercats, Silverhawks, Tiger yeah, so, Sharks. Right. <laughs> that's again. That's that's some eighties ad exec going. Yeah. All right. That but in water. And they didn't now. even have to hide it there. They just had a pile of it on the table. <laughs> Isn't another one of these shows going to be expensive to make? No, no, no. The animation is going to be trash. But what we're going to do is we're going to spend all the in- all the budget on the intro. Yeah, we'll all the money. Smooth. All I want now. a smooth intro. Go With hire the, the best animation for the time. <laughs> the, the entire best. animation budget is yes. in the intro. <laughs> Oh man! You will spend it on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And like, let me just take this opportunity to hate on mask because I hate it. Mask. Whoa! Um, whoa! Yeah, hate it. Whoa! Mask. Hate it. Mask. What? Those nothing made sense in mask. Tell me what. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Sense. Are you kidding? Why did they need to wear masks to drive their cars? They didn't. But the masks enhanced something. Like, their, all their masks what? did something. What like did one, it do? Like, one of them made a mirage of himself. You know Stupid. what I mean? Like, in the other They're ones, in the car. Like a, Why can't like a the levitation. car do it? Why can't the car do it? Because they weren't always in the car. Major- the entire intro is about the vehicles. And the masks. No. That served no point. You're, you're, you're wearing something that hindered oh, your vehicle, man. your vision for driving this vehicle. That's true. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> to put on a mask to then drive a car. <laughs> also, none of the designs were cool. And you know what else? The mask didn't necessarily hide their identity. Everybody no. knew who they were. 
Exactly. Why are you wearing a mask no, in a car? Me, you're making me really think about this. Also, none of the designs were cool or iconic. They all look stupid. Really? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? The mask looks stupid? The all vehicles. Of it. All the vehicles of it. did not look stupid. Yes, they did. They made ridiculous transformations that turned into nothing. They had a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter that looked like the Cobra. And it had the it had the ugliest transition you could imagine. What do you mean? It just like the way that it transitioned. Remember, it had all those other multicolored parts on it, so that it would stand out more on the toy. It was, but when you it saw was it, like that neon green and black are the two colors. Stupid. This is a covert <laughs> ops. About? This is a covert ops operation. GI Joes at least had color coded uniforms with like. You know, oh, GI Joes are out here wearing this. I don't I think, think I don't think your go-to support here is GI Joe. Okay, because that that's dumb. I, I'm just saying GI Joe designs. GI Joe designs great. GI Joe designs made sense. Mass designs don't. GI Joe designs made sense. Is that what you just said to me? That's exactly what I said to you. Compared to mask, it was the same thing. Literally, it was Trash. a lot of the same. Trash. The havoc is what made sense to you. Mm, Trash. A bridge layer. It made more sense than mask. What? Yeah, I said none what I of said. that stuff made sense. And Cobra's I, weapons were even worse. They had a pogo listener, listener, a listen. pogo pod that person, bounced and person shot. that's listen, person that listening to this podcast, go to Google. Type in mask, and yes, mask is m.a.s.k, because it couldn't just be mask. It had to be some <laughs> had to dumb acronym. acronym. <laughs> what, did it, what did mask stand for? I don't even know. Man. Mobile assault strike killing. I don't know. They couldn't think of a good... <laughs> <laughs> so Let's dumb. see what it stood for. Uh, I don't even think the uh, Wikipedia knows. <laughs> it's an acronym, and nobody bothered to explain it. You know that was only come. on for a year, right? Why is it so beloved? Wow. It's dumb. Look at the and poster their, for their mask. enemies were Venom, and that was also an acronym for something. Yeah, it's bootleg GI Joe is what it was. Wow. Look at their look at their costumes. Like, this just do a Google bad. image search for mask. This is pretty bad. Dude. And look at this. Okay. These costumes are terrible. Why do they look like they're fighting in the apocalypse? They do. And for what? Right. Why is a big rig truck shooting a rocket in the logo? I mean, I hate mask. That's okay. I no. mean, look at that helicopter and that Camaro. Those are cool. By themselves, yes. But when you see their transformations, you're like, what, what, was, what was the purpose of this? Well, here's, here's let me ask you this. There is uh, the the leader, the Venom guy. Yeah, his vehicle transforms from a helicopter to a jet. Okay, for what? Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. My point. This, this is, is my entire bad. point. This is Thank pretty you. bad. I I am here to systematically destroy the things that you previously cared for. <laughs> this is pretty bad. I've never looked at this as a negative. Yeah, it was dumb. I remember, I remember watching, oh, like, man. shows like that weren't on a lot, but, like, you know, I'd, I'd watch something like Boomerang or something, like, yeah, no, it's yeah. time for Mask. And then you're watching Mask, and you're like, oh, this is mask. terrible. 
You know what I'd rather watch? I'd rather watch that barbarian show. Uh, what was it? The Barbarian. No, what what was the one that had like the little goo monsters? Yeah, that was Thundar. Was that Thundar? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thundar, and then had the the rock creature that, or no, the the dinosaur that shot the pellets yeah. out of its. I'd yeah. rather watch that than Mask. Mm. All day. That's deep. Yeah, because I like the little goo creatures, and I like the dinosaur <laughs> that shot the the pellets. <laughs> the goo creature went. Yes, he did. He did. There that. were two goo, goo goo creatures, right? Were there two? Let me look at I that. Like there were two. Now nah, we need to move on. Okay. I swear I've been, I spent ten minutes on this subject alone. Anyway, mask sucks. <laughs> Uh, I don't want it to get the Spider Verse treatment. Is that was my long way of saying? There's a Chewbacca sucks. character character in Thundar. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of the main characters. That is a Chewbacca. That's a Chewbacca. Hold up, now I gotta look up Thundar. Thundar is two R's, right? Yep. Okay. Thundar the Barbarian. Was that a Chewbacca? It looks like a Chewbacca. It's close enough to a Chewbacca. Bruh, I don't think this is the show. This doesn't have the goo creatures. Man, I thought it did. It has the thing that you said with nah. the, the shooting, the thing. Thundar is older. Like, this show was like a okay. little more recent, I think. It was a Hanna-Barbera show. <sighs> now I gotta type in thing. I gotta type in goo creature. <laughs> <laughs> And hope my search the Herculoids. <laughs> the Herculoids. That's something I never really watched. I yeah. knew it was on ABC or USA. Yeah. Yeah. Herculoids. Yep. Man. I I would not have come up with that name in a million no. years. Uh-uh. But uh Did you type in goo creatures and got Herculoids? I really took a risk with my search history there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I typed in Hanna Barbera Goo Creature. And I got what? the Herculoids. And you got it. Yep. Cause I'll and there's oh. two goo creatures. Okay. Them goo creatures are the only things I cared about on this show. Man, that looks like Thundar. It's not though. I know. It's definitely not. Anyway. I mean, uh, the rhino thing. That's what I'm saying. The rhino it shot little yeah. pellets, remember? Mm-hmm. And it went yeah. foop, foop, foop. Yeah. It always had the same animation. <laughs> <laughs> just his head came into in the screen. Yeah. And that rock monkey. I mean, yeah. that rock monkey just looks cool. Does he? Yeah, look at him, man. He looks like an album uh, cover. I don't know. <laughs> God. Tell me he doesn't look like an album cover. He does not. Yes, he I does. Al- oh, God. Doesn't look he look bad. like you... Doesn't he look, look like somebody bad. would have that tattooed on their body? Uh, Herculoids, look up the rock monkey. It it looks like something. I don't know. Not an album cover. cover. (laughs) I'm looking at these pictures. The goo and the goo baby are kind of cool looking. Yeah, they're they're fine. But why did why in every picture of the Herculoids? Is there a dragon in the back that looks like it's having an acid trip? Because that's their dragon. Yeah, but why his eyes freaking out like he's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't he just know. did a, I don't know. <laughs> a gallon of PCP. He's just <laughs> tripping. 
I'm looking at one right now. He looks like he is zooted. <laughs> oh, man. Let me get this image real quick. That boy flying. Uh, That's how I'm trying to be on a Friday, son. How are you going to have a high dragon? He is gone. They had a whole dragon, and this dragon oh, is man. toasted three sheets to the wind. That dude. Ah, I love it. Hey, bro, your dragon is tripping. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. <laughs> he don't look safe. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why is he foaming at the mouth? <laughs> he oh, seems boy. a little bit unruly. Unruly. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit untrustworthy. (laughs) That PCP dragon back there. Hey, I managed to make two PCP references on our show today. You did. You did. Good job. Yay me. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go ahead and move on to our next subject that we won't spend 20 minutes on. Okay. Um, So there was an announcement during... I don't even know what the event was. I just saw it popping up all over Twitter. But they basically did a uh, really cool announcement for a new uh, Tenkaichi Budokai game um, to be coming out. It's got some updated graphics. And I'm sorry, this is Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Budokai. Um, over my head, dude. What is, what's the deal with this game? So, uh, on the surface, it's a sort of sort of open world Dragon Ball Z fighting game where you can have a character, he can go through all his transformations and you can fight over a large map in like a 3D space. So you have to fly, you have to clash in the air, um, you can shoot beams across the map at each other. It's just kind of that cool ideal. Um, last I remember these games were coming out on like PS2. Okay. Um, and then they've moved into like other Dragon Ball games since. You've got your Dragon Ball Fighter Z, your Xenoverses, your whatever fighting games. But the series, when it was Tenkaichi Budokai, That's where it started, um, that, was, that was where... Because there were Dragon Ball games before that, but the Tenkaichi Budokai series is kind of where it peaked for a lot of people. Okay. And the reason why that's significant more so um, is because, to me, this... This the Tenkaichi Budokai two, I think two and three a little bit, um, are like top three hood classics. Mm. I don't know what I, these being out. Like, how old were you at the time? Um, PS two. This was between middle school and high school. Gotcha. So, like, old enough. Okay. But uh, these are the games that like. We'd be over our friend's house, cross-legged in their living room um, for, like, hours and hours and hours, like, battling each other in these games. We, You would run your hands literally raw because they did a beam clash, like, when two characters are firing their beams yeah. at each other. You had to rotate the sticks to uh, no. battle them. And this was oh, against yeah. another person. You had you had straight up bruises because you were talking yeah. mad crap to your person, yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat you up. You're not gonna beat me." Blah blah. blah. And then, 
know? <laughs> Rubbing them. Destroying controllers. Trying to one-up people in these, uh, in these games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I said it's a top three. I'd probably put the other two at being, let's see, like, what? Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Yep. And Halo 2. Around that time period, you mean? Yeah. Like, or just what you were playing? Uh, around that time period, yeah. I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, yeah, man. I even I owned a PlayStation 2 around this time because I bought a PlayStation 2 for San Andreas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't even remember that, man. Well, I and mean. And you know where I worked during that time. You, 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 you didn't watch Dragon Ball, so. Yeah. How would yeah, you? it probably just went over my head. Yeah. yeah, you weren't con- you weren't uh, concerning yeah. yourself with uh, characters having multicolored hair transformations mm-hmm. in a fighting game. True, <laughs> true. But um, yeah, it's significant. Um, there's a ton of people that are excited for it. Just the thought that a new Tenkaichi game is coming out, and uh, I just wanted to mention it because for those that didn't know about it, let's go get hype. And mm-hmm. if you did know about it. You know, it's just a release else. date for it. You see anything there? Uh, no, it was. It's just an announcement so far. Honestly, okay. it it might not even come out till like late twenty four. Okay. So, we'll see, but uh, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on that one for sure. Um, I want to go ahead and get to the next story here, and that yeah. is that uh, we got some casting news that Stephen Yoon from um The Walking Dead from Avatar, Legend of Korra, Invincible. What movie was he in? I just saw him in a movie with uh, Lakeith Stanfield. He was in, uh, yeah, he was in, uh, nope. Oh, we... Was... Steven Yeun was in Nope? Yeah. Yeah. How do I remember him in Nope? He was the cowboy guy with the... No, 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 you're you're thinking Who am I thinking um, of? You're thinking, the movie is not Nope. It, oh yeah, it's nope. Oh my gosh, what am yeah. I thinking of? I'm thinking of Get Out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. It was yeah, he was in nope, definitely. You said he was yeah. in something with Lakeith Stanfield though. Um, uh, what were you thinking about Get Out? <laughs> no, no, no. I was thinking oh, okay. of Sorry to Bother You. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He's in that. Man, so, do you know that that his character's death in Walking Dead made people quit watching that show. Yeah. That's well, how impactful his character was and how crazy that death was. To me, it wasn't just that his death, it wasn't just his death that, that turned a lot of people off on that show. It was throughout that season, if you remember, they had teased his death like three separate occasions. They did. There was like a dumpster. Right. There was, yeah. And then the way that they actually did it was one of the most gruesome and brutal kind of deaths that you had ever seen on like television. Yeah. And people were just like, okay, this is kind of the MO of what you were doing. You keep teasing the death of these major characters and then you do it in like a really heartbreaking and messed up way. I'm good. I don't need that for my psyche. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that, that makes sense for, for what that show was doing at that time, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And then he now the he most. voices Mark, right, on Invincible. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. he was the voice of Mark on Invincible, which yeah. uh, season two for that should be coming later this year as well. 
looking forward but, to that. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I want to talk about him because he's being cast in Thunderbolts. And if you guys don't remember, the Thunderbolts is that MCU movie that's coming out. It's got a lot of the former villains in it. It's got Bucky. It's got Yelena. It's got Red Guardian. Um, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, who am I missing? Zemo. US, US agent. No, no Zemo. No? I thought that was a thing. Nope. No? Well, they haven't said yet. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. I, Zemo would make sense to be in that, but at the same time, why would he be working with all these super soldiers he despises? Manipulation. Yeah, could be. We'll see. Either way. So we've got um, uh, Stephen Newcast in this movie, and they said that his role will be significant, but we don't know in which way yet. So it's it's time to kind of ponder and speculate. I saw I heard one rumor of someone he could be, and it's an interesting choice. I don't think I have no doubt he could pull it off. I'm just kind of wondering from a visual aesthetic of the character, does it work? And um, that character is the Sentry, who's kind of a Superman allegory. Uh, I don't know if I see him as the Sentry. Let me really. See. Really trying to think. Let me see. Yeah, the Sentry, his name is Bob Reynolds. He's kind of blonde hair, blue eyes, Superman type. Um, I I don't know. Kind of what they can go with that. Is that all you got? Just Sentry? That's the one rumor I heard. That's not my guess. I don't see. Honestly, it's really tough to guess because if you're talking about catalog, they could elevate like a C or D level villain to be someone more significant, okay. or they could um, really just kind of keep it to one big person and then just not tell us till we get closer to the trailer dropping or something like they did with Namor. Because gotcha. I was surprised they were able to get in Namor for Wakanda Forever, and... You know, sure enough, they plop him right on our lap. So, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's really hard to speculate. Honestly, I thought I was going to come on here and be like, "Oh, he could be this. He could be this. He could be this." But realistically, like, he could play a lot of characters. Like, he's a good actor, um, so I have no doubt that he knock it out of the park whatever role he's given. Um. I just. I mean, it know. could go to like a character that's kind of like what they did with, uh, shoot, man, what's that guy's name? Cheaty from the Good Place. Yeah. In Ant Man and Wasp: Quantum Mania, he was just kind of like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Which felt like a little bit of a waste, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think we'll keep monitoring this. Hopefully, if we get confirmation on something pretty soon then we can start to uh, kind of more more accurately depict what we think he's going to portray for that mm-hmm. movie. So, mm-hmm. pretty cool. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's go to our next story here, and that is... Uh, so, it looks like Disney and uh, Lucasfilm are doing some reshuffling, and it appears that Patty Jenkins and Kevin Feige's individual Star Wars projects are being scrapped for the time being. 
And I, at least for Patty Jenkins, we know this was like her Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. So that one kind of hurts. I was looking forward to that. I don't know if she was the right person for it, but certainly willing to give her space. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to see the movie. Let's yeah. do something. Um, I, so I think she would have done well with it. I hope so. I mean, it looked like her head was in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, from those little uh, kind of teaser trailer, I guess you could call it, with her in it. Mm-hmm. The one I was kind of surprised by was the Feige one. Right? Yeah, me too. That was the kind of the name of the two that was like, oh man, like, y'all y'all canceling a individual Kevin Feige project for your Star Wars universe? That's the thing, right? This thing said shelved. I I don't know if that's over. I just don't know if it's time. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, coming up within a month, actually a, a month from today, Star Wars Celebration takes place. I think we're going to see some more Star Wars information come out over this next four weeks mm-hmm. that is going to set the tone for Star Wars Celebration announcements. Mm. And I don't think that they would have were going to have... Well, I know that they obviously weren't going to have anything related to uh, to Rogue Squadron because it got shelved. So they kind of have to yeah. prep that, right? Yeah. Um, I think we might get something at Celebration, and I think it's going to be something we don't expect or didn't know was in the works or is coming from a place that, you know, maybe it's something in line, right? Yeah. Maybe it's something, you know, that's going to be right in line. I think it's going to be a movie, though, because like we talked about before, man, there's no Star Wars movie in the theater since 2018. Excuse yeah. me, 2019. That's what? <laughs> these are these are billion dollar movies, man. What's going on? Sheev does not approve. <laughs> well, I think it, it's needed for the franchise too, because yeah. uh, y'all are getting a little, y'all are blowing through that capital a little quickly. Yeah, I, and I think the the big savior right now, at least for me, and I feel like people have forgotten already, was Andor. Right, and that kind yeah. of took place where we hadn't seen anything go before. Um, no magic, no uber villains, yeah, no no laser swords, and it felt real good, right? But I think that that is uh, that is on the back of people's minds now. And there's nothing here, and when I say nothing here, uh, the first episode of Mandalorian season three dropped. Mm-hmm. Last week, and your early review is there's nothing here. <laughs> I think you're being a little too harsh for episode maybe, one. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I I could I can get behind that. But even while I was watching it, I was like, oh god. Okay, well, there is a lot of setup, but I trust. Uh, Favreau and Filoni to give us uh, a pretty big arc. I liked what uh, Favreau said about um, we haven't even gotten through to like the halfway point in yeah. the Mandalorian story. Um, I wanted to ask you though, what do you feel about the comment uh, that they said about uh, he's like the Mandalorian Din Djarin has been with Grogu now for like multiple years four years or something like that <laughs> right four or five years or something like that and he was with luke for two and a, almost two of those 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Well, I'll tell you, from what we've seen in Grogu Episode 1, Season 3, is a more refined user of the Force, for sure. Yeah. I just don't know what that's going to mean, ultimately. And uh, while I'm here to find out, I I don't know, man. It just feels like more of the same. Are we making any progress? They even went back and, and tried to get that IG assassin droid. You know what I mean? Like we're <laughs> like we keep going back to the same place, and now the place that they're in that was in season one with Grief Karga, who I'd love to see. You know, I think he's awesome in it. Uh, is now like more of a metropolis than it was uh, a wretched hive of scum and villainy, like the first time we saw it. So you know, it's sophisticated, and you know has actual citizens living there and working there, and it looks good now. But I just don't know. I think we're falling into that same thing. Like we can't. Oh, got to go back to Tatooine. We got to do the thing again. I will say a lot of those little moments I actually loved because I loved how that little hive of scum and villainy has become like more prosperous and stuff. Um, But still has like a little bit of edge to it that, you know, because Carl Weathers kicked that thing on him. Yeah, he does. He still does. He still does. And let me tell you something. Uh, I like the Space Pirates. Uh, I know I know everybody I wasn't feeling that. But I, I think care. if you develop that a little bit more, I like kind of like that. Not that I think that they have to be like the main focus here. But I did like them, at least. It was something. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where we end up with the space pirates. They seem a little one note to me. Mm. But uh, the one thing I would say, you you have the criticism about the assassin droid. Um, I actually thought that was a great character moment because it was something from the first season that I had completely <laughs> forgot about. Oh yeah, that, oh yeah. He kind of super hates droids, mm-hmm. and the only one he ever trusted was this one because it helped him recover Grogu. So. And it immediately tried to kill Grogu. <laughs> As it should have. As it should have. If it I, didn't, I would have had a bigger complaint, I think. I thought the little Babu Fricks was just like, oh, we're going to fix this right up. No problem. Easy peasy. They're like, nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, nah. It was like, blam, 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 blam. I kill you now. Like, oh, okay. Well, this thing is a little intense. You said the little Babu Fricks. Man. Hey, I don't know what their names are. I, th- I think that's it. I don't know. Babu Freak. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Um, but yeah, I think Star Wars Celebration 3 is going to show us some stuff. Yeah. As they so usually too. do. Man, I felt like, oh, gosh. Uh, this, I feel like this is going to be a trailer for Ahsoka. <laughs> Mandalorian Season yeah. 3? Yeah. Uh, it could be. It's already had the Pergils on it. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. I think about where this season started, though, and I'm like, wow. That book of Bo- Boba Fett couple episodes really was that important. They didn't even really try to explain it. They were just like, neither these here. Yeah, they're they back. didn't. <laughs> Y'all really going to try to make people go and watch the book of Boba Fett. Shame on you, Disney. Man, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> One, because I watched the book of Boba Fett and I knew where it came from. But yeah, man, you're right. Like, if you just watched 
season two, <laughs> and then rewatch it. Like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to catch up. <laughs> Mando season three. Why yeah. is Grogu here? <laughs> Y'all, man, that's almost a setup. Like, you what? knew. Why is he? Di- why is he suddenly, um, like, not allowed to be a Mandalorian? What? What? Are we, what? Yeah. What is that? I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And who? And who is Bo Katan chilling for? Just lounge <laughs> back. There's nobody there. Oh, somebody pointed out though that she was sitting in that throne like uh, Darth Maul was in the animated show. Yeah. And they're like, boy, boy, boy. This has Filoni all over it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just good stuff. The Mandalorians and mm-hmm. the Pergils. I think we're going to see an Ezra. You know. Look, man, as long as this show ends every episode with. <laughs> it's a it's a pass. <laughs> that cold flute that comes <laughs> Like, give me all of it on yeah. loop seven hours. I need a YouTube loop of the Mando thing. You know, I watched a clip recently of Mando, and something I didn't appreciate until I watched that clip was that Bill Burr scene with Mando yes. in it with his helmet off. Yes. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. I felt like deep. that should have been in Andor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I like to think uh, Bill Burr shows up in Andor season two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Doesn't make sense because of where the two shows are placed, but I don't care. <laughs> Andor season two, add Bill Burr. Hey, uh, talking about here. <laughs> I need it. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, that looks like everything that we have to talk about today. Yeah. Um, if you include this with uh, Boy's interview here, I think we have a, a pretty good amount of stuff in the old yes, sir. tank. Um, so before we cut away, Steve, is there anything that you want to promote or plug or talk about in any way before we uh, cut this thing off? Man. Uh, I I just want to reiterate how jam-packed this season of movies is going to be for the summer because it's already overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't got to see Creed 3 yet, and I want to get there soon. We're just going to have a lot lot to talk about, and I'm really excited about that. So, looking forward to hitting that up with you. We are going to have a good time, for sure. All right, guys. Uh, well, if you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us through. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, whatever. And Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter at LT the Fifth. That's at LT F I F T H. Uh, oh man, I misspelled my own thing. LT the Fifth. L T T H A F I F T H. Like what? what <laughs> Missing some characters. Anyway, um, yeah, that's my handle on there. 
And also, uh, check out some of our YouTube content. We try to get some more stuff on there um, as we can. We have our 100th episode on there. We have a scathing review of The Morbius. Uh, <laughs> That's on Netflix, dude. Did you see that? God. <laughs> Hilarious. Love it. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff on there. Please check it out. But uh, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and get ready to sign off here. Uh, Steve, how are we signing off today? Weed Wolf. <laughs> Weed Wolf. <laughs> Weed Wolf and PCB Penguin. <laughs> and Heroin Cat. Holla. <laughs> Edible llama, heroin, <laughs> edibles, llamas. Oh God, <laughs> that's our show, guys. We'll talk to you later.